Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Events over the past year have shone a light on racial inequality across the globe. Australia is no exception. This nation's journey towards a more just, equitable and reconciled identity still has a long way to go. With that in mind, and in a spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. I asked the Prime Minister, how good is Australia? Please explain. I'm here to make a public statement. Australia is back on track. I actually find it gobsmacking. Just dumbstruck. I'm going to shirt front, Mr Putin. I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. I don't think I know. I have no hesitation. That should cause great concern. Just sit down. Let's stick in your eyes. You're a classic space invader. A social climbing sycophant. He needs a mirror. I mean... <laughs> Fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate. Case of democracy, very good. <laughs> G'day, Mark Kenny here with the final Democracy Sausage for 2022. Democracy Sausage, of course, comes each week from the Australian National University and I'm with the Australian Studies Institute in said university. As advertised, this is the much-anticipated awards episode, widely regarded as the most sober and rigorous of any such industry commendations, as you will see, or at least hear. Our judges are right now nervously shuffling their notes, wondering if they've missed something or someone. So let's go to them now, familiar as they are to all. Dr. Maria Teflaga is a senior lecturer in political science at the ANU's esteemed School of Politics and International Relations. Hi there, Maria. Hello. I have wasted significant university resources coming up with this list. (laughs) Right. Duly noted. And Frank Bongiorno was professor in the School of History and, of course, most recently prominent for his wonderful new book, Dreamers and Schemers, A Political History of Australia. Black Ink Books. Just thought I'd uh, throw in the publisher there, Frank. Brilliant. Thanks. We'll give you the award for shameless plugging, I think. Well, <laughs> let, let, let me shamelessly plug it a bit further because it's an outstanding book. It's really, anyone who's interested in politics should be reading this book. That's the first thing. Um, but look, you know, we are on the cusp of Christmas, as I yeah, understand. It's, yes. it's, it's still available, isn't it? I mean, it is yeah, just not, reprinted. Yeah, yes, so it's had to go yes, into a second. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, there you are. If you're looking for a gift for the thoughtful person in your uh, orbit, uh, I think you, you could need do one of those larger Christmas <laughs> stockings, though. You know, not not one of those narrow ones because it's you know it's a it's 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 got heft, it's got weight. It does have, yeah. but it's it's one of those gifts that shows that you've done a bit of thinking, or at least listen to this podcast, which can be quite different things, actually, as you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. As I say, this is uh, these awards are revered in political and media circles uh, for their rigor, for the sheer sort of uh, structure and methodology that goes into them. So, um, you know, it's a, as I say, it's an august sort of business. So let's go to our first category: most flagrant and self-interested backflip. <laughs> the winner of which in 2020, of course, was Matthias Corman. You may recall he uh, 
had a sudden change of opinion about whether climate change was real when he was courting the uh, job, job at the OECD. Um, so I've got a nomination. I'm not sure what, whether you've got any you want to throw in there, but I'm thinking that uh, the Morrison government uh, had a, 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 a sort of a road to Damascus conversion, uh, and I'm going to call it, uh, you know, discovering transparency, which they did on election day in relation to on water <laughs> matters uh, rather desperately, and it didn't go well. Well, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, like this was um, the government uh, releasing information about an asylum seeker vote um, on the election day, um, in in violation of of a policy precedent that that Scott Morrison himself had actually laid down when he was first immigration yeah. minister. So, so you know, the um, it was like you know a double backflip with triple pike, you know, and a bit of a sort of starfish at the end there in yeah. terms of its or, or a belly flop, it. really. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and remember, they had the you know the text ready to go, the Liberal Party text, you know, to, right. to voters telling them all about it, ready, ready, yeah. set. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it was shameless, really, because there yeah. was no, there's never yeah. been any apology for this sudden change. I mean, mm. I remember all those press conferences where, when Morrison was Home Affairs Minister and, you know, the on water matters defense was impenetrable. You couldn't get information out of the government for, 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 uh, quids, you know, and, uh, and then suddenly there it was flowing freely and contemporaneously on election day. That's what right. a coincidence. I mean, you know, I mean I'm I'm not sure if we'd call that a backflip, but also, you know, do you remember the um the release of the information that there was that Chinese boat off the West Australian coast oh, yes, during the yes. election campaign? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's sort of in a in a in a kind of similar um, um It was. Vein. It was yeah. part of the same overall same overall argument, which is which was essentially that uh, the world is watching the Chinese and people smugglers in particular, and they're already making adjustments for this new soft regime that's going to come in and essentially turn us into a you know make our borders porous and and so forth. Now look. I probably should say, given the dominance of the uh, the former government, that uh, it's fairly likely that there'll be. And we have taken some, uh, you know, some recommendations from listeners. I've invited you, the listener, to uh, send in um, your suggestions for some categories and uh, nominations. And we've had quite a few, and we'll come to them. But I think it's fairly true to say that we're going to have Scott Morrison's name mentioned a fair bit here. <laughs> <laughs> because he did rather – I mean, if you're going to take on – become the whole government by yourself, then I suppose, you know, you do tend to straddle a few categories. That's true. It's sort of um, – it's like a – Well, he's multi-talented. Bo- that's true. Box trifecta, isn't it, in racing, where you sort of <laughs> – you, you have extra chances yeah. of winning because there's all these combinations. It's that's a bit right. like that. Every, was, you, you pay a bit more and was, you get every category covered. Exactly. Sort of this thing. was yeah. the box trifecta of – in fact, it was more than that. It was in that one where – you know where the odds in a particular race are such that if you bet on every horse – you're going to come out ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, done that. Yeah, That's what he exactly. did. Yeah, I mean, you know, in yeah. terms of backflips, right, you know, I mean, we, we, I don't think we can really kind of forget the sort of claim claim that he, he could change, right? Like, you know, I mean, that's like a sort of more personal instead of a policy backflip or a, or a process backflip, but that, um, you know, that he could become a different kind of leader uh entirely and 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 suddenly someone who who could sort of take 
responsibility, which... Um, now, let me just clarify this. Are you talking about the famous bulldozer I'm moment? I'm talking <laughs> about the famous the famous bulldozer um, moment. Yeah, yeah, well, I was going right. to say, that's actually one of the other nominations I've, I've jotted down here. Oh, um, okay. Scott okay. Morrison for admitting he was a bulldozer before actually going on to prove it on a, <laughs> on a, on a soccer pitch with Taking an eight-year-old kid. kid. Yeah. 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 That kid was really pissed off too, you know. I think I think he was he was really irritated that, that the Prime Minister or the then Prime Minister wasn't given a yellow card, you know. Yeah. Well, that was a, that was definitely a that was definitely a red card event, and it was yeah. way off the ball. I mean, yeah. the ball had gone elsewhere. <laughs> I would have given the man a red card years ago, but anyway, <laughs> never would have picked that. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 it's already assuming the kind of status of of, of the Mark Latham handshake moments. I noticed that. Nikki Savage. Well, it sort of had a bit of the way. Mark Latham yeah. taxi driver moment as well. <laughs> Fortunately, the lad didn't have, end up with a broken arm, but geez, he's probably pretty lucky. I mean, Morrison's not, I mean, I can say this, he's not slight. Is he's he? a solid unit. He's a solid unit. Yeah. <laughs> not a loose unit, a solid unit. <laughs> it turned out to be pretty loose. It turned out to be a very loose unit. Yeah, it's substance, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the other one that I'm, I'm not entirely sure this fits completely within our technical time frame, but there was. The backflip over net zero, you know, after years of negation and and so forth and saying it wasn't necessary, suddenly, you know, the Morrison government flipped to net zero by 2050 without changing any of the sort of internal architecture. All the policy settings were fine. There was no need for any interim targets. Um, It seemed to me to be, I mean, the category is most flagrant and self-interested backflip and that that surely, surely scrapes in there. Oh, 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 definitely, you know, and I mean, like, it's sort of like a crab kind of backflip at that too, you know, because, they, you know, he spent they spent a good, good like, two years kind of- Yeah, yeah, it was undignified. Sort of shuffling towards the position, and, and, and actually, I, I'd actually forgotten that, that the former Prime Minister used to do this, but remember how he used to say, well, I've always said that, you know, yeah. <laughs> when he clearly had it, you know. I mean, I guess, I guess what I'm really saying is, is that I worry for the future of this category going <laughs> forward- Given like the outstanding talent that we have had, uh, you know, in in backflip. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think no, I th- I'm sure it'll be okay. I think You're we'll right. see some backflips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all government. Yeah. I mean, we, the, the, to be fair, the uh, Albanese government backflipped pretty quickly on um, uh, what was that matter? The uh, pandemic uh, pandemic um, payments. That's right. Uh, which That's right. they withdrew. They said they were going to withdraw when they ended on I think it was end of September, and um, and initially. Very strongly held to the position that was happening, and then there was a backlash, and there was a backflip. But I suppose it was um, more shameful rather than shameless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the end, it was recognizing that uh, that the the community expected something completely different. They wanted to see many people wanted to see those payments continue. It was inconsistent with their other messaging about uh, about COVID, and uh, particularly about people you know being forced back into the workplace because they didn't have any any pandemic payment assistance. So um, yeah, there was a backflip. I remember writing about it at the time that this was one that needed to happen. But you know, I mean, all governments do it, so I expect we'll have plenty of material for that next week, but uh, next year. But I think we can say that given that he's um, featured in all three nominations, Scott Morrison uh, wins the award. He, he does, and this. I think we should give an honourable mem- uh, mention too to Anthony Albanese in the present government over COVID. You know, they made so much of That's right. the dreadful things that the government 
Morrison government was doing over COVID. Now it's sort of footloose and fancy free, really, isn't it? You know, there's a lot of commentary about this too. Yeah. Um, uh, perhaps not so much mainstream comedy, but a com- <laughs> comedy. Com- <laughs> there, there's a Freudian slip. Um, commentary um, on social media, particularly a lot of criticism about mm. uh, Albanese, for example, coming out of having COVID in the last. Week or so, and and but not wearing a, a mask and and those sort of things, and uh, uh, we now see the government tightening the availability of mental health uh, services re- related to COVID. I think that you're now going to have to have a prescription uh, to get a um, PCR test, you know, um, and of course you need a PCR test to get antivirals. Mm. Antivirals being something that apparently really helps in the early. Two or three days of of, of of testing positive. So, yeah, you're right. There's a sort of a sense that uh, living with COVID is now sort of partly involves ignoring COVID rather than necessarily making all the right changes. Um, let's. Uh, well, look, I've got one other category. One other. <laughs> one other nomination. Yeah, I do have one other nomination. Um, and that is Liz Truss for campaigning uh, for the leadership with Kwasi Kwarteng on the <laughs> promise of tax cuts for the rich. Oh, right? yes. And then sacking him, right, for <laughs> doing it. Yes. That was quite a backflip. Oh, did you yes. think about it? That was quite a backflip. I it mean, was. I've never quite seen one like that before. That was, uh, that, that was that, that was actually quite spectacular, wasn't yeah. it? You know, yeah. And the dismount wasn't good, was it? You know? <laughs> no, no, no. No. It was uh, the That was a backflip <laughs> off, an, off an overpass onto a road <laughs> in front right. of a truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well dressed as a lettuce. Exactly. Yeah. Next to a level crossing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Was that, that, see, we had a category called Maddest Moment. That would be pretty close to it, oh, wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, oh, yeah. if you think about yeah. a political a political kind of meltdown, a, a, you know, a, a, where, like a, where everything collapses inwards, you know, an implosion of some some type. That was it right there for the for the Tory party. You know, you saw Johnson's uh, leadership flame out spectacularly. Uh, he stays around there. Well, yeah, that's right. He, he he really didn't like. He sort of quit by not quitting, right? Yeah. If you recall, yeah, right? That's right. Um, and, and then and then you know he ruined everyone's summer with this unedifying like leadership contest in the Tory party, which which sort of produced. Liz Truss, uh, you know, a, a cosplay Margaret Thatcher. Cos lettuce player. Well, indeed, indeed. I believe it was an iceberg. And, uh, <laughs> which cost 17 pounds, you know, flown in direct from Morocco, um, from Tesco's. Um, yeah. And people might be wondering about this lettuce thing, right? But I think um, let's just clarify that because I think it was the um, a number of newspapers were, were talking about this, you know, that, the, that her leadership was so bad that a lettuce would – they were, they were, you know, betting markets were taking odds on what would go off quicker, her leadership or a, or a lettuce. And I think the uh, what was it the um, the Daily Star, which is sort of a left to centre paper, actually had lettuce cam. They actually had a- <laughs> exactly for those of you who haven't seen it, like they basically got an iceberg lettuce. Got it a wig and and put a face on it, and then just set up a camera to watch it sort of slowly decompose. And I'm I'm pretty sure Liz only lasted two or three days, right? Wasn't the long. lettuce was looking pretty pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, she looked like she'd been flogged by a wet lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Which for 
for our older listeners is a reference to Paul Keating. <laughs> Keating is exactly yes, yes. being thrashed by wet lettuce from John Hewson, mm. you know. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I you know what I, I was I was thinking the on water matters like kind of had this one in the bag, but you're right, Liz Truss's um tax backflip. You know, like given how sort of spectacularly it ended, I, I'm I'm not you know I'm not sure. Um, and I mean, it was entirely self justified, and and it completely failed. And you know, she's perhaps one of the shortest serving prime ministers. I think she is the shortest. Yeah, serving, yeah. which is impressive for um, a country that has um, a long history to draw <laughs> upon, right? I believe she's studying up on Francis Ford or something. So oh, there's, yes, a, exactly. there's a prime minister somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that didn't quite serve as long. That's right, as nine she days did. or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a really yeah. interesting study for political scientists, though, isn't it? In the um, or a case study within the, the, the that field. Um, about the role of parties in selecting leaders because mm. uh, quite clearly Rishi Sunak was favoured by the parliamentary Tories yep. but uh, Liz Truss was favoured by the membership and there was 160,000 of them apparently. Amazing. Um, Which is impressively large compared to our country. But anyway, I've interrupted you, Mark. You were no, making no, a I'm point. I'm just interested in your, your thoughts about that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that's actually one of the reasons why. I mean, have we noticed that Labor actually hasn't, actually run an, a contest since they elected Bill Shorten Short, the first time because yeah. they've come to I think they've kind of come to recognize that all of this internal party democracy is a bit risky right and I mean you know we saw the sort of Corbyn experiment and exactly where where that kind of um, um, went um, and and yeah you know I mean the result was Liz Truss who I don't know I mean like it, I mean the tax cuts thing wasn't the only uh, thing like she then like disappeared for like four well, or five well, days you know yeah yeah but, you know. But, well that's true but I mean going going back to her selection over Sunak mm. when it came down to just the two of them because that's how the the thing worked you know a whole series of runoffs within the mm. parliamentary party then they end up with two candidates and that goes to a ballot of the members right the, the rank and yes, file members yes. mm. And of course, you've got a man of Indian background and a woman, right? A white woman. Yep. And there's a fair bit of commentary, most of it based on supposition, I guess, but reasonable supposition that, um, that race was a factor, a strong factor in the, and there, and there's some evidence for that. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, there, there, no, there, there is. Some of there the talkback calls were, callers were open about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I guess that's what you kind of get. Like a party selectorate is always going to be very narrow. You know, MPs at least have, um, they tend to, you know, they might be very ideological, but they also have to like uh, moderate to represent, you know, more than this, the party. Yeah, they base. represent outside the party, I, I, indeed, and, and also they understand the they they know the person personally in, in ways that rank and file members don't, uh, and they know that person's abilities within the the realm of politics within the. Chamber, for example. Yeah. So we yeah. got Ma- so we got Mark Latham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Scott Morrison. Well, and Ke- Ke- Kevin Rudd, right? You and know, Kevin another, Rudd. And another Kevin experiment. And Kevin Rudd. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I yeah. guess it sort of it's, says it's, something it's about who's getting faultless. elected. No, no. But yeah, um, but yeah. yeah. I saw going, it in going. action in in 2010. I actually wrote an article on this because I went along to hmm. Manchester. You know, which is one of many uh, contests in the in the Labor the Labor uh, uh, leadership contest, which ran over many months. There were, I think, five candidates from from memory, including two Miller bands, and it, it was very interesting. I mean, it was um, a, you know, it, was, it, it did seem a, um, a great exercise in terms of engaging well, enthusiasm and mobilising interest. Prima facie, it's it's yeah. it's 
democratic, right? That's yeah. that's its yeah. great attraction is that, yeah. and and it's very hard to argue against mm. things that are democratic. But even the republic, when we think back to 1999, it yeah. it became very hard to argue that you were both a democrat and opposed to the idea of a democratically elected president, or, or you know, to replace the mm. governor general. Those sorts of ideas within mm. democracies have this kind of they come they come freighted with this with this value already, but they may be. They may be wrong, which I think is where you were going, Maria, in terms of a narrow selectorate, as you called it, because yeah. because party memberships tend to be by which is obvious when you think about it, but they tend to be more extreme. So conservative party memberships tend to be more conservative than the broader community, which is one of the reasons why they've decided to join the party. They're sort of committed to those mm. values in ways that ordinary folk mm. might not be. And similarly, Labor rank and file will be more progressive than the broader community. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, and so and so they're they're permanently sort of dissatisfied. But I mean like the Tory party had kind of like jumped the shark a few years ago, if you really sort of think about it, you know, and I mean the sort of um the number of cabinets that they've sort of cycled through now, you know, like they've kind of lost their patrician class and it's brought like a whole new sort of set of actors into into politics, which on one level is like, you know, quite refreshing. But, you know, on, an, on another level, I'm not surprised that we had uh, a prime minister in, in, in Boris Johnson who, um, I mean, do you remember he actually tried to come back recently, right? Like, you know, like just the level of, of madness in, in, in all of this is, is actually quite kind of extraordinary. Like someone who is sort of pretending to be you know, a prime minister in effect in the sort of with the sort of all the buffoonery and the and the goings on of of Boris and the sort of theatre and the larger in life kind of show, you know, the way he kind of ends up leaving office over, you know, I mean, after so many scandals, the one that finally takes him out is something to do with his whip, you know, you remember that? And and um, uh, he made that rather crude remark about it as well. Um, you know, the whip was was accused of, um, you know, uh, uh, overstepping, like, or basically harassing people, right? Um, and, and um, yeah, he's replaced by by Liz Truss. And, and then, you know, she lasts, well, you know, mere weeks and, and, and they're, you know, back to another Tory leadership. Yeah. 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 And uh, mm. yeah, and who knows yeah. where it goes from here? I, I, well, you yeah. know, it seems yeah. pretty hard to imagine that uh, they could get another term. But uh, they're, I mean, they have the insurance or the comfort of some time before that next election. Um, look, we're going to go to a break in a sec, but let's go. Let's do uh, this one, this category, uh, because I really like this one. Um, biggest deal. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Now. Well- for for me for me i think it's um barnaby joyce declaring um at the end uh after the election that he didn't really care if the liberal party won which i just thought was kind of extraordinary kind of uh, seemed obvious by his behavior actually uh, yeah. <laughs> he'd been yeah. sort of signaling that for a while yeah yeah but i mean you know i mean his whole kind of reason for his his reason for the way that he practiced politics was it was built up on the sort of foundation that you know you you occupy government and you deliver for your people but you know last time i checked and, and joe bielke peterson attempted to sort of uh prove this in the mid 1980s like the the nats have a limit to what seats they can win right and so without without the liberals you know he, he's he's not going to be able to 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 deliver for his people as i you know you could euphemistically kind of put it with um various like pork related products <laughs> what do they call um 
what was it again? The houses that he talked about, the, the weatherboard and iron people. Yeah, That's yeah. right, the yeah, weatherboard and yeah, iron yeah, people. Which yeah. many people thought he was saying weatherboard nine for that whole press conference. The weatherboard whole, nine. Yeah, there was this whole, you know, because there was like the barley nine and stuff. And 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 and, uh, <laughs> and, and seriously, I was watching social media at the time because I was watching the press conference. He did it mm. in um, in one of those towns mm. in his electorate. Mm. And uh uh, on a hill with the town in the background, and 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 he kept going on about the weatherboard nine, weatherboard nine, and it was just his poor diction. Of course, he was actually saying <laughs> weatherboard and dying, but um, a lot of people would just say, "Who is the weatherboard nine? I've never heard of them. Is that a boy band? You know, <laughs> perhaps a country band? I don't could know. Be. It could be a Tamworth uh, Country Music Festival. Yeah, but I mean, I'd like to nominate Angus Taylor for for that wonderful incident where he repeatedly. Got the speaker's gender wrong, I think. Wasn't it? I mean, it was. It was always a deputy, I think, deputy. And he, and he was constantly Mister. Was it Mister Speaker? Yeah. Mister Speaker. Yeah. And then she stopped and, him and, eventually and, and said, "Look, I don't yeah. need Mister or Missus or yeah, anything. Just, 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 just speaker will, will be fine." And then he did again. Yeah, and he, said, he, said, <laughs> he said something like, "Absolutely, I take that." <laughs> But Mr. Speaker, and then went on, and then he kept saying, "Yeah." Well, he's a real listener, you know. I yeah. mean, that's the one thing I've always kind of got from his press conferences. Yeah. Is he's listened to the question, he's internalised it, he's definitely given an answer that matches. Yeah. Yes. Let's take a break, and while we do that, we can think about who might be uh, the winner of our next category or nominate our next category: most effective political leader international. But that's coming up after the break. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Sharon Bessel. Policy Forum Pod is the podcast for those who want to dig a little deeper into the policy challenges facing Australia and its region. Each week we bring together expert analysis to tackle the big issues facing our region and to propose policy solutions. It's insightful, it's positive and it's always fun. Policy Forum Pod is out every Friday. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. Or find us at policyforum.net slash podcasts. Welcome back to A News Democracy Sausage. Uh, now, I was remiss in not actually saying who won the biggest deal award. I actually had it in brackets, knob. Uh, <laughs> 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 How crude, Mark. How crude. Oh, dear. Lowering the I, just, I was just looking at, I mean, someone was very helpful in sending me the uh, the awards categories that we, you know, on Twitter, that uh, we um, used last time, and I think it had in brackets. Um, <laughs> or maybe I'm looking at my own script. But anyway, uh, we had, our nominations were Angus Taylor and um, Barnaby Joyce, and, you know, whilst it would be nice to sort of award it to them both, I think we have to make a decision. Uh, what are we going to go for? Well, I mean, you know, um, Angus Taylor. I guess. Why don't we throw in Michael McCormack for actually knowing that there were uh, that 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 one of his ministers? I mean, some coalition agreement for actually knowing that one of his ministers was having his portfolio duplicated surreptitiously by the prime minister, or at least secretly, and not doing anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was Barnaby. Yeah. Wasn't that Barnaby? No, no, that was that was um, 
Oh, McCormack. McCormack. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's spread across the two leadership. Yeah. He did. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. It was. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, they both deserve it because they carry on about this, and it's still secret, um, coalition agreement. Yeah. And this was obviously a breach of the coalition agreement, whatever the hell it's got in it, because, <laughs> because right. it was appointing a Liberal Prime Minister over a bunch of National Party ministers. No, no minister worth his or her salt the, the, in, in, in the past would have accepted this. They would have said, I'm sorry, this yeah. is a vote of no confidence in me as minister by my Prime Minister. I'm stepping down. Pitt should have resigned. I mean, of course he should have resigned. Keith, Keith Pitt should have resigned. The fact would have been he... a huge loss to oh, the government. Would have, would, have, would, have, would, have, would have blown it up, right? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have. I mean, the point is, if he'd resigned, it would have uh, exposed the whole issue, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and and that may have been a good thing for transparency and for mm. you know because, I mean, things that happened after that, i.e., ministries that were acquired after that mm. surreptitiously. Um, I just thought of something. We haven't mentioned the Governor General. <gasps> oh yes. Well, best best new musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> Long may we say, God save the Queen, because nothing will save the Governor General. Indeed, yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, I think the Governor General is guilty of, of, of at the very least, uh, egregious in curiosity. Wouldn't you say? I mean, I mean, I'd give him a Dill Award. I'd yeah, give him a yeah, award. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's a good yeah. late nomination. It's a late yeah. nomination. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for bringing the whole office, which which is symbolic in sort of almost every way, for bringing it into severe. Disrepute, Disrepute. Yeah. yeah, along with his wife for that singing. Well, you are my sunshine. <laughs> at least, I suppose at least, I mean, it's probably not quite up there with John Kerr at the Melbourne Cup in 1977. But nothing will beat that. Nothing will beat Where that. Where he was completely pissed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a technical term. And we, that's, yeah, right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd taken advantage of the hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm happy with that late yeah, nomination. I'm yeah, going to go with so. it. I, I think, think so. that that's, that's sort of, it's a good deadlock breaker, that one. Um, I think so. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like how you've... Uh, yeah, yes. nice. and the and and, and Hurley it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Governor General. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> so, so easy to forget. I know. I had actually completely so hard to remember. So easy that. to forget. Yeah, that's right. Colourless. Yeah. Okay, now let's let's do let's do a, a a good one. Most effective political leader international in the international category, right? I, seems to me there's only really one nomination yeah. that I can think of that we need to mention, and that's Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine. I mean, perhaps there's one other. He, he hasn't actually uh, done much yet, but he has uh, fought back from extreme ad adversity uh, and, um, and, and retaken the presidency in Brazil. Um, that oh, Lula, uh, Lula, 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 yeah, 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 and ended a, a, a you know a corrupt and extreme and uh, you know antediluvian government. So Lula definitely is um, is a, 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 a contender, yeah, yeah, and a, a a great breath of fresh air, literally in this case because he has promised to stop logging of the Amazon. I mean, this is uh, an extraordinary thing, and the bloke's been subject to the most outrageous. Political uh, discrimination. He's served time in prison for trumped-up charges. You know, he's been the subject of, uh, you know, a great. He's come from the, you know, from the wrong side of the tracks, as it were, in sort of, in, in the sense of had none of the privilege that most of the the, the success, you know, successful people in the political class have had the inside running, and uh, you know, yeah, he's. Um, yeah. I mean, he may make some mistakes, but his um, his arrival is a great thing uh, for. Yeah for the environment and for that country.
We, we could nominate the Finnish Prime Minister for reminding us that there are some political leaders who are kind of normal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Don't she you got, think we should do that? Oh, well, I'm, I mean, Sorry. look, look, you know, yeah. um, Im- impressive partier, impressive yeah, apology maker. For putting you know? the party in party. Yeah, yeah. that's right. She <laughs> certainly did put the party in party. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, for those mm. listeners who don't remember the the Finnish Prime Minister, she went to a rave, right, or something like that. She was having a good time. Yeah, with Prime Minister Saren, right, Saren? Yeah, oh, Saren? yeah, yes, yes. 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 Uh, she was here just recently. Yeah, here recently, um, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah. No, I agree. Although yeah. I think that um, I think mm. it's I think it's Selensky. Oh yes. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Yes, I mean, honestly, yes. I think um, it's extremely uh, courageous to uh, stay in your capital when you know that. Um, you know, I mean, you know, it's pretty clear that they they thought that the the capital would be taken to, yeah, to mean, rally the nation, right? That's you an know? important point, right? A really important point. And to be serious for a minute, when this all started, when Russian tanks were rolled in across the border and 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 the war started, it was widely we were all told this by strategic experts. Uh, it was widely accepted that the Russians had a huge numerical advantage. They were going to roll over poor Ukraine and that Ukraine could not withstand this. The Americans, think about this, actually offered Zelensky uh, escape, you know, a safe passage out. He said, I don't need a ride, I need weapons, uh-huh. which was, uh, you know, the, the the indication of his intent and look mm. at what that intent has added up to. Mm. It is extraordinary. I mean, the, 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 the rallying of a nation and uh, that defence against uh, this brutality is is just... It's one of the remarkable things we'll see in our lifetimes, I think. Uh, so, yeah. I'm well, not- they probably would have come in and killed him. I mean. yeah. Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. Uh, well, absolutely. Word was that there yeah. were Russian mm. death squads, you know, people yeah. on contract who yeah. were already embedded yeah. uh, in Kiev um, for that purpose. Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. without personal yeah. risk. Yeah. It was it was a profoundly mm. purposeful and courageous act. And and it did, by virtue of that, by very, very much by virtue of that courage, he gave everyone else a lot of coverage. Mm. You could sort of see that happen. So I think mm. um, Zelensky. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's um, an uncontroversial. Yeah. Now, he's always, he's he's also going to be uh, nominated in our um, Person of the Year category, mm. and I don't need to run the rationale again. But the other nomination that I have written down, and feel free if you have others, but the other one I have written down is Sean Turnell. Uh, the Australian academic recently released from Myanmar after what was it, uh, six hundred and fifty days or something? Years, really? Yeah, yeah, an appalling uh, situation. Uh, anyone who saw the interview he did with uh, Sarah mm-hmm. Ferguson, um, anyone who's seen any of the commentary really about Sean Turnell through that period when he was being held, uh, you know, would have known that he was held in extremely high regard. By his colleagues, mm. and then when you see that interview, you, you sort of realise why. That's right. Yeah. Just the yes. just the sheer humanity mm. of and 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 integrity mm. of this man. Yeah. No, I met him a few years ago, Sean. He's a historian as well as a, an economist, uh, really an economic historian. All the best people are. All the best people. Are. <laughs> and yeah, look, he's a graceful, good-humoured man who cared about this country, which yeah. is why he was there. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it was a great tragedy. But yes, he showed great courage and forbearance. Um, through that, 
So yeah. let's give it to Sean, Professor mm. Sean Turnell. Yeah. Person yeah. of the year. Yeah. I mean, he will be delighted and a democracy <laughs> sausage keep cup is coming to you, Professor <laughs> Turnell. That's right. So Hold just on. so you know, we Hold are on. a podcast uh, <laughs> about politics. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Now, uh, as I mentioned, a number of uh, um, people who listen have contributed ideas and let's go through a few of those. Uh, for this, Adam Bevan suggested the category of best supporting, best supporting minister. It's like best supporting actor, but best yeah. supporting minister. And the nominees are Scott Morrison for selflessly shouldering the thankless backup work of five other cabinet posts. <laughs> I told you there'd be some double up here, but oh, yeah. I mean, this is quintuple up. Look, I think the real question is: is which of the supporting ministries did you know? Did he really shine, shine through on, you know, well, I mean. Yeah. I think that's probably resources, isn't it, <laughs> yeah, where probably, he sort of made probably, an impact. You know, yeah. an impact. <laughs> he made an impact on resources, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, uh, I think that's uh, – and, and look, uh, these ones, uh, as I mentioned, people um, would, would send in these suggestions and uh, we would uh, send them a keep cup. So I should say um, uh, get in touch with us uh, on at our uh, website, um, which is – I've forgotten already. I'll come back to you on that. You mean um, you mean our email address? Our email address, yes, yeah, that's yeah, right. We yeah, don't have so a website. I, I don't know. We might. Not really. <laughs> you know, not really. Not a yeah. dedicated one. No. no. Um, anyway, it's on the, you know, the internet, the thing, you know, like basically a typewriter, <laughs> typewriter with a TV in front of it. It's a series of, of tubes, yeah. the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah the interwebs, yeah. 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 And so that, uh, that suggestion was from Adam Bevan, um, as I say, and I think that's an excellent nomination. Uh, it is best supporting oh, minister. Yeah, the yeah, prime yeah. minister. That's right. The that's prime right. minister was also best supporting minister. He was also prime minister. Prime minister for um, well, I think we should add Maurice Payne, prime minister for women. You know, yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a great uh, moment. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. True. Yeah. For women. Uh, you know, I hadn't um, thought of that. Yeah, 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 you know, I mean, um, I'm not sure she'll pip out. You know, Scott Morrison in his. Um, yeah, it's a hard one yeah, to beat. It's, you know, it's difficult. This category's really been written for him. Let's be well, honest. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it gives the, the concept of a do nothing minister a new meaning because he quite oh. literally was do nothing. Well, it was in a four. Of the five, wasn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. Which really just, and it mirrored those ministers in that regard to a large extent, <laughs> uh, some of them at least. <laughs> um, he, was, he was very courageous in all of those roles, yes. He yes. didn't do did, much. Did he didn't put a foot much. wrong. Yeah. He didn't put a foot wrong. That's he didn't right. do much, but then neither Flawless did they. execution. Yeah. yeah. Neither yeah. did they. Okay. <laughs> now, Matt Hodges suggested this one. Again, apologies for the double up, but- uh, and I like this. I like this term LVP. You know, like they have MVP oh, in the, in the, in the basketball yeah. most, for most valuable player. Yeah, yeah. This is least valuable player, right? Uh, and he nominates Scott Morrison for being a net drag on the coalition vote leading into the election. Very much so. And for his utter failure to take decisions in any of the portfolios in which he'd been sworn <laughs> in. There you go, do nothing, minister. Yeah. Well, what about? Well done, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. I'd I'd like to nominate Stuart Robert. I think. Oh, yes. I think he deserves a nomination in that category. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yes. Well. <laughs> I mean, I? you know, I mean, didn't he, didn't he defend, um, was it, did he defend Jenny this time around? Was that last year? Oh, I can't what remember. What about, uh, what about the aforementioned Maurice Payne though? I mean, seriously. Or, um, you know, virtually. Oh, I think that's unfair. What about, uh, hang on, hang on. Yeah. What about all the moderates for doing nothing at oh, any yeah, given point, a, right? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I think I think I think we could but, say but, they didn't do enough, which shows in the result. Yeah, and that's yeah. why they all left Parliament. You know, yeah, left. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, but I mean, 
just cast your mind back to the first week or two of the election campaign and that story that was running about the Solomons and just the sheer sort of supine state that the government was in over that issue. You know, I, I don't think it was – I don't think it, it, it showed a government that was – on the front foot, but you know, in in defence of the moderates, they 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 did rally um, on the religious discrimination bill, sort of. You know, <laughs> well, they certainly sunk the bill. Um, Remember, some of the moderates were twisting arms to get their fellow moderates to vote for it. Simon yeah. Birmingham yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, that some of them did. What some about did. what about Alan Tudge? The problem for the moderates is that there's no issue on which they all agree. You know, they're, 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 they're mm. sort of all over the place and they're kind of weak for it, really. Mm. I mean, they're weak for it anyway because they mostly want to be ministers and it shows, you know, but yeah. Alan Tudge? Alan Tudge, you know, you know. Best uh, supporting minister. That's right. Well, the minister, was he was he the minister or not, if you recall, right? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, was he at least, well, LVP, aren't we? Is that right? Yeah. Still yeah. On LVP? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, was he or Are wasn't we? he the, yeah, LVP. the, the, the LVP. minister LVP. at the time? Um, yeah, that's right. We were told he deal. wasn't. And then right late in the piece, we were told, oh, no, no, he is the minister. Yeah. And he's been getting his ministerial salary the whole time. And, and if you think about it, I mean, I think Stuart Robert was doing his job. So I think, I think, I think we, we can discount. Stuart there, right? I mean, he was he was doing how many ministers' jobs? You well, know, yeah, none. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we should have an award for creative ambiguity. I think because oh, Alan yes. Tudge would win that one. Oh, you know what? I is think, he, I think you're he? right. I think you're right. Yes, he, that's right. It's that's all right. getting very hard. Most, to, most elusive. I, I, I'm, I'm scribbling on the form. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't I, know I what like to write. I like that creative ambiguity. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, that may be the result of our uh, deliberations here as well. Ambiguity. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Alex Tuchel, and I apologise mm. if I have not pronounced that um, correctly, proposes most money spent on a political campaign without winning a single seat. And uh, <laughs> he, nominate, he nominates Clive. Yeah. Oh, well, indeed. now I think we should say technically yeah. uh, there is one. Uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, United Australia Party. Uh, oh, that's true. Ra- they, Ralph they, Babbage in, in they, Victoria. They, got, they, they snuck one in, yeah, in yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. thanks to a, yeah. the, the sort of but vicissitudes we, of Senate preferences and we, so forth. We could award them. Um, but it was most, a disgrace. Most delusional election campaign. You know. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember Craig all those- Kelly, your next, your future prime future minister. Future prime minister. Yeah. 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 I've forgotten that. Yeah. And, and well, there's the, the. Why wasn't he in the biggest deal award? I mean, the, the, oh, this bloke's bloated face was well, that's on. True. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's we true. never awarded a winner, didn't I? From from memory, and and that's perhaps. Oh no, we did the, the yeah. <laughs> once again forgettable. I think I think the government. You've forgotten him already. That's right. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Republican. You know, I'm yeah. just envisaging. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's just president a, that's going to come in a vacant yeah. space oh, right. where the governor generally what, used to what be. What about um, right now? He's packing his stuff. You know, that, I mean. <laughs> he, he'd be he'd be aware that once you've had the pin pulled by democracy sizes, that's, basically that's the, right, the jig is yeah, up. Yeah, right? yeah, and, I, and after all, right. the kitchen renovations are done, so it's time to go home. Democracy yeah, right. sausage has one hundred percent faith. We have one hundred percent faith, and so therefore, of course, they are safe. Yes. But no. Um, what, what about what about um, what about the award for um, like? 
a one-woman hit squad. Remember Connie Ferravanti-Wells? Oh, yes. Sublime tactical strike on the government yeah. um, in in the adjournment debate on budget night, you know, like just- The timing was- ex- Was, was it- impeccable. <laughs> like, I mean, we were talking about mm. backflips before, like, now this was a landing. The don't get mad, get even get, award. Yes, yeah. the don't get mad, yeah. get even award, you know, like forensic, a forensic yeah. hit job. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be sort of a trophy in the, in the shape of someone's yeah, spleen. Exactly. The golden <laughs> stiletto, right? You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The golden yeah. stiletto. The golden you know. stiletto. Yeah. Revenge is a dish, a dish best served cold. That's I mean, right. Yeah. This and, is and this yeah. was ice cold, right? It was, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ice pick in the forehead. It was, of, yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Th- absolutely, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I can't imagine that Josh Fidenberg was overjoyed about it because there he no. was trying to sell the no. the budget, you know, mm. and, and exactly. this uh, particular stink bomb <laughs> lands in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, precision strike. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, there, there's there's one. I, I I don't think anyone can top uh, Connie's performance this year. It's outstanding. The don't I mean. get mad, get even award. Yeah. I mean, Simon Holmes at court would deserve that. I mean, he oh, didn't get mad on the whole, true, but geez, true. he got He's even, got even with, yeah. with you know having fallen out with Josh Frydenberg. I mean, now look, we're getting Ooh, we're getting yeah, we're getting yeah. uh, um, close to the end here, so I'm <laughs> going to move quickly through a couple. Um, Chris Bruce proposes um, the most insensitive photo op as a as a category and nominates Scott Morrison for mopping the floor during the floods. I don't know if you remember remember if you saw that, <laughs> I don't but remember. you know, I don't, was, I don't. It, it really I, it really. I can't get the image a, of him. Uncomfortably massaging that woman's hair. Oh, yeah. Salon. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was bad yeah. too. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and then know. there was that yeah. welding one. Oh, the, oh, you know. the welding. welding. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. So, I suppose the mopping was a kind of. He did do a lot of jobs, actually, didn't he? <laughs> All he of was. the badly. Yeah, Dude, that's right. I suppose that was all the post fire thing. He, he needed to be yeah. shown to be acting yeah, during that's the fire. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I don't hold the hose, but I do hold the mop. Yeah, I do hold. Everything. Everything else. Everything else, yeah. <laughs> Every, including yeah. five ministries, yeah. <laughs> and Yupe Tan, um, who's a great friend of, the, friend of this podcast, has proposed, and I think this is an excellent point that she makes, and she often does make excellent points, but she proposes uh, recognising what's right, doing what's right and standing up to bullies, and she has nominated, and I think it's a very, very worthy nomination, Bridget Archer, the Liberal member for Bass in Tasmania, um, yes, here, here. You know, yes. who had the sand to, um, to 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 vote against the um, or to vote in favour of the censure motion against yes. her party, uh, and has crossed the floor on a number of occasions, including and has shown for the her. integrity commission. Exactly, yes. because yeah. integrity yeah. seems to actually yeah. matter to her as a matter of principle. Yeah. Uh, as mm. indeed, I mean, the fact that the the Liberal Party, uh, the coalition, you know, was able to say that they were going to accept the Bell Inquiry's findings to change the law, you know, in relation mm-hmm. to uh, the, de- you know, the, the gazetting of ministries and so forth to make it make sure that what Morrison did can't happen again, but at the same time was not prepared it's to censure the Prime yeah. Minister for having deceived the Parliament, deceived yeah. them personally, deceived the Cabinet as an institution. I, mean, I just thought that was outrageous, and obviously Bridget Archer thought so as well. So I think it's a yes. uh, a very good uh, nomination. We, we could give Liz Cheney an honourable mention in that one. Oh, they? yes, that's a very good point. Mm. Liz Cheney, yes. Mm. Um, former senator for Arizona, correct? Have yes. I got that? Yeah. Um, yes, for, for leading that Jan 6 committee for being prepared to take on Trump and doing so at the expense of her 
mm. of her position because they came after her and they got rid of her. Yeah. Um, and she's had to have security around her the whole time. This has been a um, – Not Arizona. That's another state, isn't it? Um, I'm Nebraska. drawing a blank. Yeah. Yeah. Nebraska, a blank. Wyoming. Why are it, right, yes, yes, Wyoming. Yes, yes. Wyoming, Wyoming yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know people are probably going crazy again. <laughs> they're thinking, going, who is they're this ripping idiot? their hair out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get them off the stage, sack them. <laughs> oh, we, we, we don't claim any expertise. Lock them on. up. <laughs> I, saw, I saw on Twitter yesterday uh, uh, like a, a drawn map of, uh, of the US and it said what the rest, of the rest of the world thinks of America and it had sort of on the right-hand top corner it had Sort of top quarter just had New York, right? <laughs> On the left hand, right down the left flank, it just said California, California. right? Uh, in the middle, it just said what? And, <laughs> and around Florida, it just said Disneyland. And, and, that was it. and that was what the rest of the world thinks of America. Yeah. I think I've just demonstrated that, yeah, um, yeah. yes, uh, you have idea. to think hard sometimes to you work out where these hard. states are. They've got yeah. too many states. They've got too many. Too many states. states. You should get rid of some of them. have an yeah. amalgamation to be like yeah. those councils, you know. Yeah. Just, just two senators per state. Yeah. And some of those, the, the disparity between oh, the, yeah, um, yeah. between because I think, and again, people are going to go nuts when I get this wrong, but one of those states, and I think it might be Wyoming, has about 500,000 yeah, people yeah, in it, right? Like that. Yeah, and yeah. California's yeah. got X, however many. Um, 40 million people. Yeah, 30, 40 yeah. million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah astonishing. Yeah. Well, look, I think we've um, – do, we do we have any more? Well, we, we didn't ma- mention the teal independence. Do they need some sort of special, you know, sort of um, achievement award? I mean, they, they had such oh, a – what about a sh- Great Disruptor or yeah, something like that? Yeah, Great Disruptor. Yeah. I mean, they had well, they, such an impact on, uh, the, on uh, the nation's politics this year. Yeah, that's true, and it does bring to mind the performance of the media in relation mm. to that because you remember that the media, and I've banged on about this a lot, I know, but media – treated this like they were some sort of dysfunction, that there was something wrong with democracy, that these people were a party. Remember the endless fuming over, you know, what are they, uh, uh, you know, what, what will they do when they hold the balance of power? Are they just going to support a, a Labor government? You know, there was all this sort of, you know, carry on. Of course, they won and they didn't hold the balance of power. And the real story was what's going on inside the Liberal Party when all of its members are yeah. abandoning, you know, the, the party for these other candidates. And, and, as a class of candidates, they had class, yeah. you know, like real. I like that. I, classiest, class, classiest class act <laughs> of, of 2022. Yeah, nice. Well, they were seriously nice. good yeah. quality yeah. candidates yeah, and that's yeah, been yeah. the sort of, you know, right from the start when you think about um, uh, Kathy McGowan and then Helen Haynes mm. uh, and, and then you think about, um, well, you know, like the couple of the candidates like, People like Karen Phelps who've have been in Wentworth, but then going to Zali Stegelin, mm. Warringah, and and all of these ones that have come in since that came in 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 twenty twenty two. These are seriously quality kind mm. of MPs. You know, they're, they're they're people who, what the Americans would describe as you know serious legislators, people mm. who actually know what they're doing and who have made careers for the most part in other endeavours mm. quite successfully, and then entered politics sort of later on. Um, so they're definitely worth. A mention, um, but yeah, I think a dishonourable mention to to media. And again, if we think about dishonourable mentions to media, uh, just think about the performance of the media in the last Victorian state election, which happened quite recently mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. particular yeah. Herald Sun comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, just like the dictator Dan and all that crap that went yeah. on forever. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, the so-called Tribune of the people, you know, the the, the, mm. the sort of tabloid media turned out not to have any idea what was going on in yeah, their own yeah. electorate. This is sort of, I mean, on one hand, you're kind of wishful thinking, which is obviously the Herald Sun and Co. They wanted him to go, so he was going to go. And then there's the kind of doubting.
King Thomases who were simply unable to conceive that half a dozen teals were going to sweep yes. the pool and win those seats, um, yeah. despite the fact that there was plenty of data out there saying that they were in with a very good chance. Mm. Um, mm. And, and, yeah, I think that was a, a, a bad a bad call, and we've seen it repeatedly. Yes, it happened with Trump, but it also happened with Corbyn in, in 2017, and certainly in Australian commentary. You would not have guessed that he was so close to being able to win an election from reading anything in the mainstream Australian media about that British election before it occurred. And, and I think the wishful thinking aspect is is very prominent these days. Yeah, I think that's true. It's funny that actually because just after the election had happened, there was quite a a bit of uh, discussion about how media had performed in, you know, The Age and other, you know, Mild Paper and others had, you know, written stories saying it's going to be line ball, could be too close to call, uh, you know, Andrews could win but it'd probably be a minority. And, of course, all of that was wrong, right? And it made me think, it's funny when you add together Brexit and Trump in 2016 and then what happened in our federal election in 2019. And Corbyn's it, near miss. And Corbyn's one. near I mean, miss. But it is really, um, I think it's really shaken the ability of people to sort of look at data and just report mm-hmm. what it says. You know, they sort of, everyone's second guessing and hedging all the time. Mm-hmm. So there's, the, the you know, we, we talk about elections being about the middle and, and, and voters converging, margins tightening as election day comes closer. But it turns out that media pundits, pundits sort of shape towards the centre themselves because they don't want to make, they want to be spectacularly wrong. Yeah. And they'd rather be a little bit wrong by saying, oh, it's going to be too close, even when it ends up being an increased majority after the, so-called Dan slide in 2018. Um, they'd rather be there than have called it that there was going to be uh, a very strong win for Labor and when it doesn't happen, it looked like they were, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's, just, it's an interesting mm-hmm. sort of phenomenon, that that sort of punditry, a game I've been in yeah. most of my life, is, um, uh, you know, yeah. uh, it, it's highly problematic now. Because, it is. It is. And, but yeah. like you say, Frank, sometimes even when presented with the data, people are just ignoring it. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I didn't expect that Labor was going to increase its uh, share of seats at the Victorian election. Uh, I thought it would be a bit narrower than that. But there was very little uh, out there that suggests they were going to lose the election yeah. or indeed yeah. that they were even going to be a minority government. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, the, on this occasion, the, it's going to be close. They do look really silly because Labor has a tally of seats. It's about double the rest of the parliament mm. in, in the Legislative Assembly. Mm. I mean, that that is a bad call and and it, and it does speak to the, the low value of a lot of that punditry, I think. Yeah. But luckily, there have been people on hand to quite quickly straighten us out on what went wrong, uh, and uh, they told us that, in fact, the Liberal Party's problem was that it wasn't right-wing enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, there's got to be an award for that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most hopeful. Most uh, blinkered ideological yeah. purity. I don't know. Yeah. They've just had a moderate win, Hawthorne, and they've actually managed to hold on to Q as well. I mean, they actually do have something to build from there, mm. uh, In unlike the federal, And that's yeah. Hawthorne's the seat of, uh, what's his name? Um, well, the new, the new yeah. leader, yeah. P- 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 yeah, Pesuto, is it? Yeah, Pesuto, yeah. 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 Um, anyway. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah oh. interesting. Yeah. So much uh, has happened this year, and we've covered it so inadequately. Uh, <laughs> I think that's. I think that is that is fair. So admirably yeah, yeah, inadequately, yeah, yeah. most yeah. inadequate and uh, a frivolous, arbitrary award series. Yes, <laughs> democracy. And sausage. the nominations are us. <laughs> Look, yeah. thanks, uh, thanks to you both for this. It's always a highlight having this discussion at the end of the year, and um, hope hopefully uh, those of you listening have had had a few laughs uh, with us and at our expense. Um, yeah, mostly at, I'd sorry say. About, yeah, sorry about saying Arizona. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's it for Democracy Sausage. Can I take this opportunity to also thank Angus Blackman, our long-toiling uh, here, executive here. producer who uh, holds this whole show together and does fantastic work, and uh, we're really glad that uh, he's sticking around, uh, and Jack Fox, who's in the control room and, uh, again, there every week and makes make th- makes the audio uh, sound as good as it does. Can't do anything about the content, of course. That's that's down to me. Um and, and Adelaide, who who was and with Adelaide us, Haynes, yeah. yes, indeed, who uh, who's uh, who's sort of left us around now, I suppose, but um, to go on to other things, but whose uh, dedication and professionalism and good cheer uh, has always been a great asset to us as well, and indeed to ANU, the support that we get around from the Crawford School of Public Policy, the School of Politics, uh, the College of Arts and Social Sciences, Vice Chancellor himself, uh, Brian Schmidt, big supporter of this podcast, and um, my uh, my colleagues at the Australian Studies Institute, uh, Paul Pickering, Professors Paul Pickering and Shirley Leach, uh, both uh, outstanding supporters and been on on the podcast a bit as well. So there's a lot of people that um, have contributed over the year and we'll be back of course next year but um it's it's uh 2023 is going to be different um it's going to be the year of the referendum yeah. uh, we imagine we, we're told it will be in the uh, next financial year and that means either around sort of a little bit earlier than this next year or or perhaps into um into the autumn of uh, 2024 but uh that's that's going to be an interesting one frank isn't it very interesting yeah it'll be It'll dominate the airwaves, I think, won't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, they've, the Labor government's got a lot of uh, legislation through in yeah. these last few months. And uh, I think that's they, part of the yeah. reason they yep. wanted to really get some yep. of these hard things done because there's going to be a lot of focus on yep. on the voice. They yeah. need some clear air and they need to hone their arguments because mm. it's, uh, it's yep. going to be a tough one. Yep. A difficult mm. um, act of persuasion to come, it I is. think. Yep. 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 Yes. All right. Well, with that, thanks for being on Democracy Sausage again, Frank. Well, always, thanks, Mark. always great to have yeah, you here, and yeah. and congratulations again on Dreamers and Schemers. Oh, um, thank you very much for your support of, and it's been great to be involved again this year. We couldn't do the awards without you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. No one else laughs at our jokes. Exactly. <laughs> He's the only one who thinks we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to you, Maria. My pleasure, and happy holidays, everyone. Thanks, Maria. Bye for now. Bye. 